Hey everyone, big announcement. We are moving the video portion of the podcast from the main page of 983 over to the old Gwentfinity channel rebranded for On the Path. So make sure to check us out there for more CDPR and Witcher related content. Yes, so for the rest of our Witcher 3 main quest and the DLCs and also the Netflix series Blood Origin and any future Netflix series, be sure to subscribe over there and we'll see you on the path. This is On The Path, and today we're making final preparations with some payback that is blindingly obvious. Ooh. I tied it all together. So, so well. this seems to be the end game that we're getting to. Finally, it's like the third end game <laughs> seeming quest that we're going to. Yeah, it seemed like we were so far away. And then Act 2, when does Act 3 actually start? Is this it? Act 3, the beginning of Act 3 Act is three. Bald Mountain. Oh, okay. Wow. See, there you yeah. go. Act two is nothing then. Very short. Yeah. Act two is very short. It's kind of weird. Usually when you're storytelling, act two is the longest. Is it? Yeah, because act one is the setup, like a movie. You're talking about the first like 30 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. Then act two is the longest. Again, it's like an hour where you have everything. And then the last 30 minutes or whatever the you want finale. to call it is the resolution to kind of pull everything together, but not with Zavicha three. Not mm -hmm. much to go over before we get started. Spotify up to 125 ratings keeps climbing each time. Again, if you listen on Spotify, you have not rated it yet. Please do so. Really helps. Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, <laughs> it really, really helps. And I think that's all that we really have. Yeah. I know we've got our big, our big one year anniversary is coming up in like three weeks, two yes. weeks to four weeks. Actually, like weeks. four weeks. Two days today. Four weeks. There you go. Yeah. It's the 19th okay. of November and it's on a Saturday. So we'll go. be doing some kind of co-stream. I don't know if we're going to both stream at the same time or just do it on one channel. We'll nah, figure it just out. One. Just yeah, one. We'll just do one. Yeah, it's yeah. easier just to do it on one, don't I think. Split. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and everyone can just come hang out on stream with us for a bit. If you're into Twitch, um, we'll do a lot of co-op games. Um, I don't really know what else we're going to do. Probably just get drunk. <laughs> we will get drunk. I know we talked about like Warzone. Yeah. That uh definitely community game, something like that, a Jackbox or Fall Guys. You know, Fall Guys, Marbles is always All good. That good fun, yeah. And then the, maybe some the Red Dead online. Maybe some Red maybe Dead. Maybe some online. Elden Ring co-op because I haven't if done that yet. We could figure out the Elden Ring co-op. Yeah. That for sure. Cause that could get that could well, be so get, funny. You can't get any messier than the Red Dead online. That kind of oh fuck no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the most there. So we'll kind of pull all that together. We'll you know announce it. Uh, check out uh, socials and all that that we will talk about and link below. Well, we'll link below later, but we'll talk about. God damn it! See, all right, it's Thursday. My brain is drinking? turning to mush. I've got so I opened this bottle of Bordeaux, my Ooh. favorite wine. I love Bordeaux. God, like I don't know what it is. And it's only, oh, I forgot what it was. I used to work at a liquor store and someone told me about the differences on the sides of the river oh. that it was. And I don't know if it was the Seine River or whatever, but I'm like, I'm not that pretentious, <laughs> but I do <laughs> like Bordeaux. It's an old wine. It's not that good. So I mixed it with some 7-Up and I have a wee wine Ooh. cooler. Yeah. Stunning. It's a good thing to do with like old wine that's just not very good anymore. Put some fizzy stuff in it. Put some fizzy. I'm on the clear water fizzy. as usual. Boo. Boo. <laughs> but it's okay because 
You're saving your Prosecco. Oh, yes. Ro I got myself um, the ingredients. Any House of the Dragon Emma Darcy fans will know. I got myself the ingredients to make a Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco in it. And yeah, we're going to have whole... that this weekend. Yeah, I'm not on TikTok, so that whole thing is just completely missed to me. Except I try and keep right up to date with these trends. <laughs> you showed it to me, and I'm like, okay. Then I started noticing references on Twitter about it. I yeah. was like, oh, that's what that is. Bagliato. Okay. There you go. We'll figure that out. All right, so without further ado, I, for the second time in this show's history, have misplaced my notes. <laughs> I, and I, yes, I use Google Drive and Google Docs, and I don't know where they went today. I don't know what I did. Must have accidentally deleted them, whatever. So Lucy is going to carry this episode and we'll <laughs> see how good my memory is uh, from rewatching these in the past several days. Yes. So like Brett said earlier, we are making our final preparations. Uh, I feel like we've definitely made final preparations in this game before, but we're here again for the, th for the third act. Um, and final preparations is kind of one of those umbrella quests, which... Um, sits four quests beneath it um i think it's been a couple of weeks since we talked about the witcher 3 so the last one that we did was bald mountain where Geralt and siri kind of go on this quest for vengeance and they end up killing imlareth and two of the crones of velen um so this is kind of Geralt and siri making their way back to novigrad to kind of re um rendezvous with triss yennefer and the rest of the gang back in novigrad uh, so and we they're get supposed to... to be getting the lodge together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they're meeting up with everybody at the chameleon. Is that what I called the bar? I don't remember what the other name of Dandelion's bar is. It was the Rosemary and Time. Yes. Right. No. He... Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yes, so. it was Rosemary and Time. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he re revamps yeah. it, and I... it was called the chameleon. Um. So we meet up there, and you get these four sub quests to do. So Siri gets goes into a room and kind of freshens up and Geralt can go off and do whichever one of these four quests he wants. And the two today that we're looking at is Payback and Blindingly Obvious. So with Payback, this one is where we agree to help Siri repay some debts, some of which are good and some of which are bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, so the first one um, that she wants help with is getting revenge on Horson Jr., so depending on how you ended your quest with Horse and Junior, he might be dead or alive. And if you killed him, you kind of say to Siri, you know, you don't have to worry about getting revenge on him because I already killed him. He's dead. And Siri says, no, Zoltan said that he's alive and well. Um, so I'll do what I'll do what happens actually first. If you let Horse and Junior live, um, basically you and Siri will go and find him. He's a beggar in the street. And Siri actually decides just to let him live in misery rather than kill him, which I kind of think is probably a worse fate because he seems in a really bad way. It is, which is weird. I don't know. I didn't even think too much of, I don't know if someone like Horson would ever be that. Like, would it be in his character to ever be a beggar in the street? He would fight and claw for anything until he literally was killed and did too much. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I can't remember, like, because I've only ever killed Horson Jr. I'd love to know how many people their first go around spared him. 
Yeah, that's that's very questionable. Has to be single digits. Like I would say under five percent, like less than one out of twenty people. Because it is actually spared him. Yeah, Yeah, the way they did it, they were begging you to kill him. Yeah. I can understand people doing it on a second playthrough to, to see see. Yeah. see the different uh, choices, absolutely. But first playthrough, he must die all the time. Um, but yeah, I would have I would have thought that he would have somehow weaselled his way back into his house and you know got some sort of structure back into his life. But no, he's just a beggar on the streets. Or I would think because then he's if he's that literally poor and vulnerable, Cleaver. Cleaver mm. would have gotten rid of him yeah. eons ago. Like as soon as he could or as soon as somebody saw it. Anybody, if you think gangs like that and they see the former head of the cut-ups there, Horse and Junior, they'd be like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker for street cred at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to cause a bit of commotion. Uh, but yeah, that's it. He's a beggar in the streets. Siri just decides to let him continue living his miserable life and we move on. Uh, but... More likely, you've killed Horson Jr., but Siri's saying that people have seen him alive and well in his house. So we head to his house, and initially the two guards in his house at his house start a fight with you. Um, and there's some quite funny lines here where Siri is telling them basically to fuck off, and then they go, what, what, what? And she goes, didn't understand, too many syllables. Fuck off! I just think we've not seen Siri like this really before. She is um, out of she is out of patience. Yeah, she's, she's completely it. done it. Yeah. Um, but once they hear Siri mention the name Gerald, they're like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, it's you. We're waiting for it's you." Um, so they let you in, and yeah, we find Horson sitting at his desk, um, completely fine. Siri goes in to fight with him, and it's. He says, oh, no, 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 it's Doodoo, it's Doodoo. Well, first, um, well, first, Doodoo mouths off to her and to yeah. them, like, Doodoo, why, why, what? What if just instantly Geralt yeah, or Siri, just in a blink of an eye, just get, like slits your throat and mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, it's not funny now, Doodoo, is it? Yeah, because he's kind of, he says it uh, a bit later on, like, oh, I just like, I get a bit carried away sometimes, I get too in character. And it's like, that was a really risky thing to do. To, to Siri and Geralt by yourself, you don't need to get that into no. character. But maybe he's, he's a method actor. He's a method Doppler. He is, yes. And uh, he he said he thought that they would recognize him by the scar. And then he starts um, telling stories to kind of prove that he is who he says he is. So he says, remember yeah, when we went to this... steal Dijkstra's treasure, da, da, da. Yeah, and this is also a callback. Before I forget it, because again, I'm on memory goldfish right now. Apparently, goldfish actually don't have that bad of memory. So I don't know how I'm on. Would know. I'm on tired Brett memory right now. Is this could also be a callback to Eternal Flame, the short story in Sort of Destiny, where at the end of that, a Doppler impersonates Chappelle, who was then burned at the stake when you first, I think, get to Novigrad. He's oh. one of the people that's actually burned there, and so this is another Doppler taking over a head of a gang, not quite the head of the eternal fire, like guard here. So it's kind of, I think a slight subtle nod there. Yeah. But, um, they basically just leave him there. And, uh, he says how he's kind of really settled into doo-doo's or not doo-doo's horse and junior's life. Nobody's noticed at all. And he's sold all of Horson's brothels, all of his, uh, casinos, and is making way more money now. So he's 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 got it. He's got it pretty good. 
<laughs> he's doubled the profits, which again in the short story Eternal Flame, that uh the Doppler there again is uh not due to uh the, the other Bieberveld. One of them also, like they're very smart, they're very good with money, and it kind of yes. had that same thing where they kind of flipped it on its head there as well, where it's at the end, it's like, hey, I'm making a lot of money. And it's like these uh these capitalist dopplers, you know who to <laughs> who to get to run your books. And also, because I know I had this in my notes, uh, I forgot to mention when you get to the city before final preparations, you see non-humans being burned oh, at the that's state. right. Yes. And yeah. they t- mentioned there does it does a couple of those quick little scrap not scrapbook. What do we yeah, call them? Yeah, I know what you mean. Them? Scrapbooks? You say scrapbooks? I think that's what I said. Yeah. Okay. The little cutscenes there. And this one, very, very, very Witcher-esque. Like, it feels the most like a book Witcher when they do these, and Geralt gets in his philosophical mind Mm -hmm. that if you were reading a book, this is stuff he would say in his head or just kind of saying it out loud because, you know, that's how he was. Mm -hmm. talks about how the mages are now all gone. They've escaped, uh, if you did that with Triss, and they have to find another target. And witch hunts are rarely about witches. It's always finding some humans, I should say, always find somebody different. And in this, it's dwarves, elves, dopplers anybody non-human they're always going to find a target and i'm like that is dead on what this series is about mm-hmm. yeah i forgot i completely forgot about that that was before uh you start any of the uh the side quests here um but yeah it's really sad because siri kind of just goes oh my god it's all they're all non-humans when you're looking at the people on the on the spikes and yeah, yeah. and it's, it's also horrific. it also just goes back to the depressing thing that is the witcher where it's like oh we helped the mages escape ha ah. No more funeral. Pu- nope. They're always they're going to find yeah. something else. And if <laughs> yeah. the non-humans left and the mages are gone, they'll find apostates or something yeah. with the church. They're going to find somebody. They're going to burn somebody. Yeah. It's just a never ending cycle. So moving on. <laughs> bring so, the place down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the Witcher. Come on. It is. Yeah, it is. Um. So secondly, uh, we're going to the Golden Sturgeon to meet up with one of Siri's old friends, B. And I love the name B. I had a friend called B at my old job and I just thought it was the sweetest name ever. And yeah, now we've got a, a friend in The Witcher called B, so it's quite cute. Is this is Beatrice, right? I think I've, it's every, short for Beatrice, yeah. Yeah, every same Beatrice or people called B that I've seen in shows or ever, it's always been short for Beatrice. yeah. I used to always say that her name was Beverly, but it wasn't. (laughs) I think it was. I think my friend's name was just B, though. I think that's what her her given Mm. name is. Yeah. Um, But whilst we're on the way there, Geralt and Siri have a quite nice little conversation about Siri's powers and her ability to travel between worlds. It's quite nice because Geralt just says to her, hey, what's that like? What is it like to travel between worlds? And she talks about how she used to not really be able to control it. Um, but now she can literally just think of a world and she'll be there. So she seems to have like uh, harnessed her powers a lot, um, even though in the Caramorn battle we see how there's still this whole untapped potential of it, but she's definitely got more control over it now than she did when she sort of first started learning. Um, yeah, that was a big thing with the end of the books is that last book, she's just like going anywhere and everywhere and can't mm-hmm. control it. And so, yeah, that's a good thing to show that she's like you said progressed there and Mm -hmm. she's adult siri and don't Mm -hmm. think of her as siri from the books like a lot of people i think would yeah in the Geralt mindset too Mm -hmm. um oh yeah so we get to the the tavern and we help out with some thugs i think they're just being generally drunk and disorderly and you can threaten them you can use axie just the standard witcher thugs um and 
Bea thanks us for this and then she has a quick chat with Siri and Geralt and she quite clearly has a bit of a crush on Geralt. And if you don't immediately say who you are, she really starts laying it on thick. <laughs> and uh, Siri says for B, you strumpet, control yourself. This strumpet is Geralt. Is so good. It's such How, a, a good word. Strumpet, because that is something that has been left in, has yeah. to have been like the 1600s, yeah. 1500s. And I was just like, no, because it's not like tramp. I guess tramp is a little bit too hard. But yeah, there's strumpets here at the Passiflora. Mm-hmm. Uh, or with the Passiflora there when they have it, there's the strumpets. And it's just, God, that's funny because it's not, it doesn't even seem that bad. It doesn't seem nasty. And I like that it's 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 one of those words that Siri could use to her friend as a joke. And it's yeah. not like offensive, you know, like she couldn't call her a tramp. Like, be, you be, slut. Be, <laughs> be you ignorant slut. <laughs> Jane. Yeah. So she just calls her friend a strumpet and says, control yourself. This is Geralt. And uh, B kind of backs up in that moment. She's like, oh, Geralt. Right. OK. OK. I've heard a lot about you. Oh, it's your dad. Um, essentially, yeah. Um, and Siri just wanted to give B a gift because I think B was quite a good friend to Siri during a time when it would have been quite dangerous to B. Um, so yeah, Siri just wanted to sort of give her a wee gift and uh, go on her way. So lastly, oh yeah, lastly we're going to go and see uh, the circus troupe, and it's Valdo and Agar, which sounds very Targaryen. Okay, which <laughs> leads me to this. Yeah. The AE name, Aemon, Aegon, Rainier, all of them have the AEs, all right? Do you think there has been a character in the whole series of Westeros with the name Agar? Yes or no? What do you think? Um, I can't think of one personally. Yeah, just guess. Like, yeah. I would say yes. Kind of, sort of. I thought it was Agor. There was. There was Agor Rivers, mm-hmm. uh, dude known as Bittersteel, who's going to come after House of the Dragon and before Game of Thrones. That's the uh, that's one there. And so I thought it was Agor, and then I saw there was Agar, and I was like, oh, that's not quite the same. No, oh, I was close. hoping it was Agor. We've got yeah. Rhaegar. Yeah, there's a. They love the AEs. Yeah, with every name, and that's what the the Agar there isn't. So they're just Agor Rivers over there. Oh. That's surprising, actually. Hmm. Um, but Siri is trying to repay some coin that they had lent to her. Um, are they both elves here, or is just one of them an elf? I can't remember. I, I've just kind of assumed they were. Yeah. That that's they're kind of this troop that's together, and they're outside the walls, obviously. Mm-hmm. Outside uh, the city. Yeah, I believe they're all elves. Um, but they won't they won't retake the money off her. And uh, they kind of agree to a horse race to win the bag of money. You can take part in the race or you can not take part in the race. (laughs) What did you do? (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Never race. Yeah. Um, But after the race takes place, uh, regardless of whether you join in or not, you're invited to to sit down by a fire pit for a while and celebrate. And Geralt and Siri have some time to kind of catch up properly, which is quite nice. Uh, Agar returns eventually to say that they're going to have to steal some horses. So basically, Agar went to try and buy some horses and he was refused. And he doesn't say immediately why he was refused, but he's asked for your help to steal them. Siri immediately agrees and says, you know, she literally jumps up saying, yeah, yeah, we'll help. And you get a decision here where you can outright refuse to help steal the horses. And Siri's very upset 
Agar will start a fist fight with you. And That's so funny to me. I know. Regardless of the outcome of the fist fight, you're asked to leave. And that would be the end of the quest if you decide to go down that path. Uh, did you ever do that one? No. No. Like, no, because, I mean, you know why they're, like, refusing. He says that it was, like, two arms and a handful of legs or whatever it was mm -hmm. that was asked for the horses. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the second option is agree to help. Uh, series overjoyed and the heist begins. And the third option, you can offer to pay for the horses yourself. Uh, but Agar then says, doesn't it's not about money. The owner is is a racist and won't sell the horses to us regardless of the money. Uh, so That's the one I know I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first, yeah, I did that one because it was it was just pay the money and then they say yeah he won't sell it because he races an elf. It's like oh okay then we could steal them. Yeah, now I don't feel bad about stealing. So if yeah, you exactly. if you pick that one, then you get the option again. Okay, do you want to join in or not? And you're obviously going to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we go off to the heist and you have to find a way to get into the stables without alerting the guard who's asleep. Uh, so I think you climb up and around and into the top. And then you have to climb down the ladder if you're trying to be stealthy. If you jump down, you're going to alert the horses, spook them, and then the guy's going to wake up and it's a whole ordeal. Uh, so if you want to be stealthy, sneak down the ladder, steal the key. Use the ladder. Use the ladder. Um, I think you can like axie the horses and stuff, but basically you, uh, you get the horses and everyone runs out of town. It's quite a cool scene. It kind of reminded me of the, <laughs> the scene from Shrek <laughs> where donkeys oh. like skidding around the corner. You know when um, ah. they do like a police chase oh, mock-up scene? Vaguely. Yeah, yeah. Vaguely. Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek 2, Shrek 2. Oh, there was Shrek 2? Yeah, you know when um, it's kind of like a pretend police show. Oh, that's right. Yes, and Puss yeah. in Boots has the catnip. That's yeah, and donkeys like yeah, screeching okay. around the... Well, stallion donkeys screeching around the corner. Um, yeah, and then you just head back and that's pretty much it for that one. I loved with this too that we got more Geralt and Siri time, exactly. even though we've just had a ton of it. It just it's always good, and you really start to see Siri talk about how much her her curse, if you will, this curse of the elder blood and her right to the king, our uh, Emperor of Nilfgaard, and she just wants to be normal. She says, "Oh, I envy them, and I want to just travel and just drink and yeah. be like normal in that sense." And she just wants to be ordinary. And I'm always just amazed that the only people that ever just want to be ordinary are the extraordinary. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. So how many people that she's going around with would want to be Emperor of Nilfgaard, would want to yeah. be Queen of Centra, would want to have what she has or the abilities, and she doesn't want it. And in a way, I get, I'm not saying like, oh, she wouldn't do that, but it's kind of its own tragedy there. And then she's looked at it saying, like the loved ones, like Vesemir. Vesemir's dead because the elder blood. And mm -hmm. she, People are trying to help her out. And so I like that they kind of had that. And as Geralt, you can kind of empathize with her or not. Ultimately, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And Geralt's just kind of there as a sounding board to do it. But I thought it was very good to play off that, at least for Siri and her inner struggle, mm -hmm. still with what she has to do here. Yeah. And it's nice because every other time we've kind of seen Siri, it's been quite a high stakes situation where we've either been running from the wild hunt in the Battle of Caramor and going to fight Imlarith. So it's quite nice that they just get to chill and like sit around a fire and just chat for a little bit. It feels like a more relaxed, obviously still they've got stresses, but this particular moment in time is a lot more relaxed. And It's uh, chill. It's chill. They're just chilling. 
And um, yeah, it's quite funny. It kind of like Rhaenyra, right? She's uh, when Alicent tells her, you know, not everyone gets every man in the kingdom fawning over them. And she's like, I don't want it. So yeah, it's yeah. just the exact same thing, really. And it's same thing with like Aegon, who just got crowned. Like he just wants to drink. He wants to go away. He doesn't want to be the king. Exactly. Until he gets that, until he gets that crowd in front of him. Yeah. But let's not talk about that king. Let's go see my queen, probably our queen. Who are we going Philippa? to see? Philippa. I thought you meant Triss, yeah. so I was like... Oh, no. No, Queen Queen Philippa. Yeah, Queen Philippa. It is time to go and see Queen Philippa. And now the name of the quest makes sense. It's called Blindingly Obvious, which should have been more blindingly obvious to me. <laughs> did you not know what that meant? Oh, did you not I, get it's that? It's just twigged. It's just twigged in my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I thought that okay. was blinding. Okay. Yes, I it thought that was blindingly, blindingly obvious. obvious. <laughs> well, it is now. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the second of the four uh, sub quests beneath final preparations. And this one starts back at the chameleon. Uh, you head upstairs and find Triss. And first of all, she's pretty pissed off that Geralt put Siri in danger by going off to fight Imlareth alone. It was, we talked about it last time. It was dumb yeah. for them to go by themselves. It and, was. Unless it was literally just, we have to go do it now. Too many people would yeah, alert. Yeah, we don't blah, have blah, time, blah. yeah. But still, and it worked out. As Geralt says here, he's like, what? It all worked out. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, that's the only saving grace. That's the only reason I'm not completely pissed off. Um, And you get a timed response with your reaction to her being mad, but it doesn't really affect anything. It's just a conversation um and if you romance Triss, you share a quick kiss here. Uh, but basically, we're here to ask Triss how things are going with rounding up the lodge. Uh, she says that Ida outright refused. Uh, Francesca won't budge from her little realm with a war waging. Her little uh, realm. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> what is it called? Doblathana. Yes, that's yeah. what's that's the little realm, right? <laughs> the little realm. At least last I remember, they don't really mention it you know like she's not really mentioned much at all oh. in this this is just the way to say you know people who know about it yeah as she was obviously a big member of the lodge that yeah she she's done with these uh wars I don't blame her for not getting involved after what happened in the last one uh-huh. so oh yeah and they can't find fringilla uh and this is also the moment where we learn of kira's fate so if we had sent kira away to radovid this is the moment where we learn that she's been killed. And we also get this sort of mini sub-sub quest where you can go and fetch her body. Um, and it's really, really sad. Uh, you also, if you sent her to Kaer Morhen and her and Lambert both made it, you find out that she and Lambert went away and she ends up discovering the cure for the plague. And she's really happy that she was remembered for that instead of remem being remembered as this small time witch in Velen. <laughs> do you do you recall how this was set up? How Triss delivered this before? I remember She's... it because I watched it recently. She goes, oh, I thought of all people you would know. Oh, I thought of all people you would know. They set it up only negative. No, you don't say that and go, oh, I thought of all people you would know. She's very happy and she cured the plague <laughs> later on. Yeah. She ran away with, she rode away with Lambert and she's very happy. What? Yeah. Why did you trick us like that? It sounds like she's going to deliver some bad news. <laughs> she's doing it's great. It's like they, well, I think it's maybe another one of those things where they're just like, it's not worth animating yeah. and writing. Her being like, oh, have you heard? It's just, have you heard? 
It's just yeah. very tr- it tricked the hell out of me when when I rewatched it on this. I was like, oh my god, they got the one where she died. Yeah, and then it said, oh, they're with Lambert. Blah. I was like, oh, they just kind of have that for all of them. Yeah, yeah. No, I did the same. I had to rewatch it twice because I was like, wait, was that a negative ending or is it, <laughs> is it good? <laughs> Unfortunately, her and Lambert are happily <laughs> happy uh, ever living after. happily ever after. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's the update on most of them. And then she starts to tell us about Philippa. So I think the last two is Margarita and Philippa. And Tris says that Yennefer's away off trying to find Margarita. And Tris has been tasked with finding Philippa. And it turns out that Philippa has been tricked by her ex-lover, Arthur de Vlister, who advised that she would be safer if she transformed into an owl. And then he trapped her by putting a dimeritium ring around her leg so she couldn't change back. Um, Arthur was then killed during the mage hunt and Philippa the Owl ended up as Zoltan's pet downstairs in the chameleon the whole time. So I think earlier in the game you see her, but obviously at the time you don't know unless you know. Um, yeah, that was something when I first played, obviously I had no idea. Like if yeah, you didn't yeah. know who Philippa was or the books, you had no idea. But that mm-hmm. is something on a replay or those that knew about it before would kind of be like, they hit in their head being like, how the fuck did I not see yeah, that? She's or right others would have been like, an owl? That's weird that there's an owl here. And they kind of put that together that that could have been Philippa. Yeah, that was me watching series two of the Netflix show. Like when the <laughs> owl come up, fucking we're like, owl. fucking Philippa. <laughs> yeah. Or someone just like the owl, the owl, who's talking? And I then loved Deeks it. there. Yeah, yeah. When he's talking to the owl. I loved seeing people. I'm sure somebody tweeted like an article being like, this is so weird, this show. This guy Deeks just sat talking to an owl the whole time. And I, I think, I'm sure Lauren Hiswick, like, or somebody tweeted it like, ha 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 ha, if you know, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of the same thing in uh, then we have here. Uh, but it turns out that Zoltan actually lost the owl in a game of cards a few days ago. So now we've got to try and track it down. And Triss is going to use something called hydromancy using one of the feathers from the owl to get an image of where the owl is now. I love that when Geralt finds, or when she says that Zoltan lost Philippa the owl in a card game, he's like, yeah, of course he did. Yeah, figures, like It's only a matter yeah. of time <laughs> that he's going to lose whatever he has in a card game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's quite funny. Um, I just love all the vi- the vibe in the in the tavern as well. I love that it's just so lively when you go in there and there's several different things going on and dandelions there and... Um, Dandelion makes some comment about how uh, Avalok came in and like took the biggest room. And he was like, he didn't even ask. He just barged past and took my best room and he hasn't left since. He doesn't eat anything. He only drinks water. <laughs> and uh, it's just fun being in those environments when they're uh, so full and lively in the game. And Avalok said he only wants to be bothered when Zeril and Gwynbled yeah. show up. <laughs> and then <laughs> we... Like all bossy, just going yeah. in there. And Dandelion's trying to be hospitable, you know, perky Dandelion. Mm-hmm. And he just tunk, takes this ruby room or something like that, if yeah, I remember that's that it. correctly. Yeah. Takes the best room, the most expensive room, and just says, fuck off, give me water, <laughs> no I know, food. not even a drink. <laughs> and tell me when Geralt and Siri show up. Mm-hmm. I know, so funny. Um, So we go out to a fountain where Triss is going to do this hydromancy and... She basically performs some spell and we get an image of the bathhouse and we get an image of Dijkstra. And she says this is the very recent past, so we need to rush to Dijkstra immediately. Uh, but if you chose to romance Triss, there's also another image in the water. Um, and when you ask her what it's about, she reveals 
she's been offered the position of advisor to King Tancred Thyssen of Covier, and she's bought them a house to live in Pont Vanis. If I remember correctly, I'm pulling this out of my ass. I believe in the books, that's who everybody trying to get, who they were trying to get Siri to marry. I think that's who they King? all agreed for her to marry. I believe Ooh. that's the case. That's sticking in my head for some reason, but it's been, again, so long. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure towards the end, that's what it was. It was to get her uh, to, to marry him. I'm pretty sure that's it, but I may be wrong. And by the time, listeners... By the time you hear this, I will have checked it <laughs> and seen it. So at that point, so uh, come to the Discord of angry and yell comments. at me there. Yeah. There <laughs> the Discord has been quite funny recently because the most recent episode of House of the Dragon had like a weird foot fetish scene in. So the Discord just blows up with funny feet memes. Okay. Yeah, I did not below. bring this up. <laughs> I did not bring this up again. I have a soiled reputation by now. <laughs> I We talked about something and I learned my lesson about <laughs> potentially bringing that up. And I'm not bringing it up anymore. That was all you. Yeah, nobody. I don't want to see you in my DMs, right? <laughs> no feet pics. Yeah, yeah. God, they had a field day with that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Olivia so Cook. Just <sighs> bless that woman. I only imagine what is going on with. With her, their messages. Oh no! Tags. It's horrific. It really is horrific. Yeesh. Where did I get? Where did I get away from? Yes, uh, thank you for highlighting it there. We uh, so we approach the bathhouse, and as we're approaching, we hear explosions, and they go, "Ah, she must have uh, already been able to transform back into her human self." Um, and first of all, Tris kind Tris is kind of like worried about Philippa. And Geralt's like, no, don't worry about Philippa. <laughs> like, Deke's just going to be the one that's in trouble. And uh, she's basically blowing the whole place up. She's, I don't know if the right word is hypnotizing, but she's putting some sort of spell yeah. on all of the guards and making them sort of turn against Geralt and stuff. Um, and Deke makes it very clear he doesn't want them to take Philippa, but he knows that they need to sort of settle her down. So she runs away off into the sewers and we chase her. She starts summoning elemental creatures um and basically you just have to sneak up behind her which you know seems like quite a bad thing to do someone with a blindfold on <laughs> but um that's the way you uh can stop her from attacking you and she seems like obviously she's upset like she's been transformed into this owl she kind of betrayed by somebody that was her lover and uh, she doesn't trust Geralt's intentions here when he says like I'm just trying to help you I actually just need you to help me and uh, she says something like, if you betray me, I'll kill you. <laughs> so she's had enough, basically, of everyone taking advantage of her. Um, so we walk back up to the bathhouse with her and Dijkstra is like, there's absolutely no way that she's leaving here because Philippa basically sent some spies, not spies, assassins, assassins, yeah. assassins after him. And he, I bas- think, basically wants to kill her for it. Yeah, and that's like where he leaves off, kind of. And that's the thing when they talk about something in The Witcher Three, we now know about it. So now you know that Philippa sent assassins after him. Mm-hmm. Don't at me, but yeah, <laughs> that was that was the end of the books, and that's almost the last we see of Dijkstra. Is oh, is it? Yeah, he kind of just was like, uh oh. And then I won't say why Philippa may have done that. You can kind of look into that or read the books yourself and figure that out. 
I would be remiss though if I didn't mention my boy Bart. Oh yes, I'm sorry, I skimmed over that. Who gets in the way and he's yeah. like, "Bird lady, tell me something like along those lines." Bird woman say no pass. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You can the easiest way to do it is you convince him that she's in trouble or in pain. Yeah, she has stomach problems. She has stomach problems, and Bart says that he had a stomach problem when he ate an old drowner and. Geralt says, well, she's eaten the pain of a hundred drowners. And he's like, no, no. Yeah, he's and then, like, okay, go and help her. And then lets him go. It's like, oh, Bart, Bart. I know. He's so sweet. Uh, but I do think the other option is to kill him. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Who does that? Who know. does that? That's horrific if, if you do that. Yeah. If you do it, uh, <laughs> kindly unsubscribe <laughs> from the podcast. <laughs> and in the words of Siri, fuck off. <laughs> No, I keep losing my place on this today. Oh, yeah. So Dijkstra blocks us from leaving, basically. Um, and we can force our way through by pushing him aside. What is the word they use? Forcefully, Forcefully. shove Dijkstra aside. Yes, which sounds kind of like defensive, you know, um, but it's very much aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you re-break his leg. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just shoving someone aside to get them out of the way. It was a full-on yeah. assault. <laughs> yeah, and that, again, I think I already talked about. Yeah, we definitely um, talked about yeah. it before. It's just shove Dijkstra aside forcefully. And it's like, that does not... I know a <laughs> lot of people got caught up there. I know the first time I did it, too, because I'm like, oh, we're just going to push him out of the way. Like, we're Geralt. We're not going to mess around with this. And wow. Geralt purposefully... Like, there, this was no shove him aside and he trips and gets caught in something. Mm -mm. Geralt breaks his fucking leg. 100 percent on purpose and i'm like whoa and of course that's a meme uh that we've even done on our, uh, yeah. our twitter account yeah yeah <laughs> before yeah. um i right, so that's your first option um <laughs> your second option is to be diplomatic by telling him some information about emir and you basically tell him that emir's plan is to is the word abdicate correct and put siri on the throne instead yeah yeah, so that's the plan, and um, I was about to say, Carol Dijkstra is kind of amazed by this news, and he's like, "This kind of changes everything. Like, this could end the war." Uh, so he is thankful for the information, I guess, and lets Philippa leave with them. Um, but Philippa, they kind of continue their conversation a bit, and Philippa is kind of impressed. They they talk about how um they want to kill Radovid basically and Philippa kind of sounds impressed that Dijkstra had the balls to sort of do that um and my favorite line from Dijkstra here is Geralt I wouldn't trust this cunt to boil my eggs god jesus <laughs> and she has a great response yeah she's like I'm terrible with I uh, don't blame me I'm terrible with eggs yeah I'm like, oh, Philippa oh she's you so good so quick on it as well so quick um, but yeah, what were they? I, I, the whole conversation um, kind of slips my mind, but I think they're basically setting up here for reasons of state. Yeah, he says, Geralt, Geralt Dijkstra says, come see me by, oh, I can't remember what he said, the dock or yeah. by something, tells him where to go see him. And this is what we're going to do with reason of state. And whoo, we're getting closer to that we bond are. burner yeah. uh, from me. Because <laughs> Philippa kind of says the only reason, the only way you're going to be able to get close to Radovid is if he thinks you have me. Um, because he's heavily guarded on this ship. I think she says something quite funny, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to sleep with two of his guards in his bed with him. Like, <laughs> um, 
Because he's not going to, he's going to jump at the chance yes. to kill her with his bare hands. Exactly. Yeah. So the idea is that they'll go to him and say, we've got Philippa, come meet us here. And then they'll lay some kind of ambush. Uh, but she won't be trusted with any eggs anytime soon. So this is basically where the quest ends. We go and rejoin Triss and her and Philippa teleport away and they head back to the chameleon, I guess. And we have got two other people to meet up with, Avalak and Yennefer. Yeah, and so when Triss and Philippa reunite, it's always nice to see former lovers reunite. Ooh. So, yeah, that's a, good for them. I'm good sure they for have, them. I'm sure they have fond memories of, you know, selling out Siri for purposes of the lodge. It's old times. <laughs> there you go. All you Tris, Tris stands out there. I just love to twist that in mm-hmm. about that. But again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you haven't read the books and you're fine. Go read the books. You're fine. All right. So that's going to do it. We're halfway through final prep. Yeah. So I think next, what is the ones next week? It's uh, Through Time and Space and The Great great Escape. escape. I'm excited for those ones. Through Time and Space is a fun one. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, well, we'll get there. You want to go right and do it right now? (laughs) No. (laughs) We can do a live watch along. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. All right. So again, uh, for this week, yes, you can find us at Video Form 983. Again, big thanks to Mark there. Uh, it's fun being over there. And there may be some things in the future that we can hopefully talk about. Can we talk about certain things there? Uh, but again, big thanks to him for editing, getting that all together. Twitter, find us at Witcher Podcast. Instagram at Witcher Pod. We'll put a link to the On The Path Discord, Discord or Discord probably that one discord below uh massive thanks to our patrons hal jack maddie m jags jorgen tim rage quit jackson jeanette willis nick z austin thomas and r2 uh i just realized they're like r2d2 i just I, when i saw it i didn't think of it saying like r2 like yeah. r2d2 my favorite okay. thing is that everyone just gets their first name apart from rage quit jackson <laughs> Rage, get the full quit. username <laughs> it's all just one if you put it all together we'll say it yeah so again big thanks to them if you are watching house of the dragon as we mentioned before we put out uh, a full episode oh, of yeah. episode nine it was almost two hours that's, that's <laughs> that was, ridiculous yeah it was and again the finale we're probably gonna go even longer and then once lucy who has the book I finally do. has the book once she reads through it we'll have a spoiler like crazy episode to talk about everything in the future that's going to come up. Oh, yeah. Mine's kind of off right there. So if you're interested in that, uh, make sure to check that out. We're going over that. Uh, you'll get all the episodes, five American dollars. When we're done with house of the dragon, we're going to do a live commentary, like live director's commentary mm-hmm. over the Witcher season one. I'm so excited to do that. You know. Episode. I think it's going to be, be hilarious. I, I have forgotten so much of the same, Witcher season. one. Same. Yeah. And I, I, like I just, there must be moments. That, I'm sure there was moments that I really loved. I think I always compare it to season two, and I think season two is just so much better. It's yeah, season two is like light years better than yeah. I thought. Like just as far as it being made and entertaining and all that. So yeah. season one, it may be rough, but we're gonna like I said, we do a live commentary. That is where we we sync up and we say, okay, we're at the Netflix logo. We're at I don't know four seconds. We're gonna yeah. hit start in three, two, one. And you sync it up and you kind of get to see us react with it and talk about it 
as it happens. So look for that to start up uh, in the future, sometime after when we finish House of the Dragon. We talked about our anniversary coming up next month. We'll have something there. And Blood Origin is like two months away. It is. That's coming out on Christmas Day, right? Christmas Eve, I believe, right? Or is it Christmas Day? I thought it was Christmas Day. Maybe it is Chris. It is Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Either way, yeah. It, I believe it is Christmas Day. Yeah. So we'll so have a few. Days that'll all be to on the main. Yeah. 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 That'll be on the main feed though. Um, we should have the fin- uh, which the main story finished by then, but then we'll take over Blood Origin, and uh, we'll see what happens there. So, uh, Lucy, where can we find you? Uh, you'll find me at Lucy J Robin on most social media, but mainly Twitter and Twitch. All right, you can find me at the Fox Bride Four. You can find me on Twitch and Instagram at the Fox Bride. And as we mentioned before, join us next time as we journey through time and space and make a great escape. 